0: This week's episode of Goodbye Mellowbrick Road. That sounds like a melody for something. Hopefully I didn't just copyright infringe myself, but, alas, this week's episode of Goodbye Mellowbrick Road is brought to you, it's brought to you, the listener, the one who makes this all possible. What is I saying? Oh, it's brought to you by bodybuilding.com. We're coming to an end with the bodybuilding.com sponsorship. It's the end is near. I can smell it. I can taste it. It's coming up. We are. We're getting there. Uh, yeah, you know, you can get fitness shit or whatever. I don't really care. Yeah, work out. Do your lunges. Do your shit. All the workout stuff is at bodybuilding.com. Drink calories. Eat protein. All that good stuff. I'm not. I'm not the guy for you. Um yeah, this one this is an episode I've recorded we recorded it a long time ago, back in all the way back in August. And I've been holding on to it because I loved it so much and I just wanted to save it towards um save it for towards the end of um season two. So as season two is about we got about a month left on it. And as I promised the person who did this podcast with me that I would have it up by January. This was really the last opportunity for me to fulfill both promises that I had made both to myself and to my friend. My dear friend, who is under the name of Jen Nickel. Jen is from Scotland, but she is so much more than Scottish. She is also... human. Yep. And I've been... Hold on to this one, because it's a a gem. Jen and I are talking. So, when I moved down to Florida for the summer, I lived with Jen, lived with Dustin, and Joey, and all them, Kelly. And we played a lot of Wii Sports. It was like, for about a month, the thing we did the most probably play Wii Sports. We played Wii Sports Resort until... Like five in the morning one night. And we even took a break to go out at like three in the morning out and go and get some I don't know, what was it was it? Chick-fil-A. If it I don't remember. I think it might have been Chick-fil-A. Um and it was great. So Jen and I were doing our top five sports from the Wii Sports universe. Uh whatever you want to call that. The Wii Sports multiverse perhaps. And we have one of the greatest video games of all time. We're talking about it. Me and Jen. And I just it's the longest episode I've ever done on this podcast. It's really great. I actually, it was so long that I had to start a new audio recording halfway through, so there's got to be a little bit of a hiccup that you'll hear probably at some point during it. Um, but it really is great. Um, Jen, I miss you with all my heart. Um, it's just like... I don't even... This is just... I'm just like feeling like I'm in the mood to ruminate right now with you. Isn't that Isn't that... That's cool. Um, this, for my whole life, I've been lucky to have people in my life who you know they support they love they have been great and um you know your family is always going to be your family but in terms of friends I was lucky enough to have a really good friend group growing up and all the way through high school and into college and still going and that being said when I went to Disney the semester I just met people like you just you meet your people you know you know like like, does that make sense like I know I'm probably just this obnoxious person right now but like like I met my people like like people who like Disney and that like frame of mind like that sort of like enthusiasm for life and enjoying life and optimism and just like loving things that make you happy kind of and like that being in that environment working with them being friends with them living with them and just like I don't know, it's hard like there's just a lot of seminal moments that I felt like were really transformative and important like the kind of things like you need like you have to go through these experiences you have to do this kind of thing and I was lucky enough to do it with the best group of people in one of the, my favorite places in the world and I don't. Know, it's just you know. It's it's just good to find your people, you know. And it's 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 hard when sixty of them are all over the world. Like you're in sixty long distance relationships. Some of them across different hemispheres, in different continents, countries, across oceans. And yeah, that's not the best, but at least they're out there. And I know Jen is out there. And Jen, I miss you. Love you. And I just love that we have this recording of us talking about Wii Sports for 90 minutes, and it's just... I don't even know. This podcast was just meant to be something like a hobby, just a fun little thing to talk about dumb shit with my friends and my family, but now it's like it's evolved into this thing where I get to talk to the people I care about the most, the people I miss the most, and I don't know, like, it just connect, it connects me better. Like, it's just nice to have it. It's an ex- like it's like an, it's almost like a built-in excuse to talk to people, you know. Like, I'm not the best at keeping in touch. I wish I was a lot better at it. I always think about the things I want to say, and I'm bad at actually going through with and sending the message or whatever. But like, if I'm like talk, if I'm like thinking, like I'm walking down the street one day, and I'm like, fruit is great we should do Top 5 Fruit, and I can just be like, who haven't I talked to in a while? Oh, I miss Jen. Jen, we want to do Top 5 Fruit. And it's just, it's like, it's not like you need an excuse to talk, but it's like nice, it's like a good thing to have, you know? Like, it's just a backdrop that I can fall back on, and now I'm really grateful that this podcast exists because it's given me this beautiful thing with Jen, and um, it's, I already said it was the longest episode I've ever done, and now I'm rambling on for six and a half minutes, which is making it even longer, but I... If you're cool with it, I am. Jen, it's just, you know, you're it's your people, and Jen, you're my people, and I miss you. And without further ado, here we go. Top 5 Wii Sports from the Wii, uh, the Wii Sports multiverse, I guess, is what we're going to go with. Um, bodybuilding.com, check it out, and thank you. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Season 2 of Goodbye Mellow Brick Road. This particular episode is brought to you by bodybuilding.com you can find great deals at bodybuilding.com they have a large list of clearance products at excellent prices you just click the link in the episode description to learn more save today get your workout routines going through articles exercises supplements and more only at bodybuilding.com and if you are using bodybuilding.com you probably know a thing or two about scotland because of all the of all those where they throw like they throw like sheep or something in a contest, like a sheep throwing contest. And we have Scotland's finest on the podcast today, Jen Nickel. Thank you for being here, Jen.
1: Hi, thank you very much for having me. <laughs> is
0: it is it a sheep is it a sheep throwing contest? It's something like that, right?
1: Uh we throw like logs.
0: That's it. That's what things, I was thinking. And, of. Like
1: archery, I feel like sheep we have a lot of sheep, but we don't really tend to throw them. Or at least I don't, maybe. You know, the weird, random people do that.
0: So, have you ever thrown a log?
1: Uh, no, I do not have the upper body strength to be able to lift one in the first place. So, that's it's it's like a manly thing, I feel like. There's not many women that do it.
0: You should do, like, a twig throwing competition.
1: Oh, I could do awesome in that. I'd be really good at that.
0: Are you good at throwing twigs?
1: Uh, I mean, I can't say I've ever tried it, but, I mean, they're light, right? You know, they're just little things. I could probably throw those too much of a problem
0: are you good at any good at archery
1: uh actually yeah i really like archery i've done it a few times just gotta keep that like you know brave representation up there
0: you know definitely it's
1: fun.
0: you gotta chase the wind you know touch, touch the, sky. the sky yeah absolutely yep. <laughs> and archery you know archery i'd say it's it's a sport i would say wouldn't you agree
1: yeah, mm-hmm, and definitely.
0: That kind of gets us into what we're talking about on this week's episode. It's we're doing we're doing top five Wii Sports like in the Wii Sports <laughs> multiverse. Yep.
1: Like, we we'll bring it back to like two thousand whatever year seven eight. I don't know whenever this whole thing came out.
0: Absolutely, that was like the phenomenon. Wii Sports, Wii Sports Resort, etc.
1: Yeah.
0: Archery was one of them. I'm pretty sure.
1: Yeah, it was, actually, now that I think about it. It was one of the, the sports I quite knew at that.
0: You were good at that one. I sucked at it.
1: <laughs> it's the practice I had in the real world, I feel. It's brought me up.
0: It translates to the Wii? Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Did you see, by the way, City Hall popcorn is being refurbished? What? Did you see that on the Facebook page? No.
1: What? Why?
0: <laughs> it just—it was like, I think it was somebody posted a picture, and it was just gone. <laughs>
1: Oh my god, no. What I mean, it's okay. It was trash anyway. I didn't enjoy it, but like
0: City Hall It was great. What are you talking about?
1: I mean you try closing that at like four in the morning.
0: <laughs> I never I well, I closed it once. Then I had to open it the next day. That wasn't fun. Oh
1: no, I closed it a few times and it was always like super late. But I got to watch the parade rehearsal one night, so
0: that was fun. <gasps> Ooh. Yeah. One of those exciting. classic christmas parades you know that they they always rehearse every day
1: yeah i mean i'm not sure it was christmas but like <laughs> yeah it was one of the parades. i think it was move and shake it actually
0: we're of course talking about the popcorn wagons at universal orlando and
1: uh-huh. <laughs> best park to work at in the world <laughs>
0: loved working at universal the best part of universal was definitely mm-hmm. the tunnels
1: oh yeah I had to love those, you know, you can just go from Islands of Adventure back over to <laughs> Universal Studios.
0: Without ever breaking immersion. <laughs> Shh,
1: it's fine, it's fine. There's no problem here.
0: Well, I'll get this list started. My For Wii Sports, you know, the multiverse, a lot of sports, a lot of different options, a lot of good, you know, it's just, just, just fun, you know, just a lot of fun. And mm-hmm. it's just absolutely... If that's one word, you you'd love to describe it as fun. Yeah, it's, uh, and that's for sure. For number five, I put right right in there at the the old five spot. I have sword play. It's a, uh, you know, a lot of fun with sword play. You can like you can like fight each other, and you know you get you start like whacking the thing around, and it gets you get really close to the edge, and you almost like punch your television screen and. That's you know, that's great, but I'm I'm more a fan of like the guy who just throws like a safe in the air and you have to cut a safe <laughs> in half or it's like, like like a banana and you have to cut the banana. It's like fruit ninja but worse. And that's what that's what I love to see on the Wii.
1: Yeah. I mean I have to say my I actually have swordplay on my list, it just ranks a little bit higher. Ah,
0: uh, well um well, see, fuck. You know,
1: <laughs> great minds think alike. I got
0: one upped shit.
1: But yeah, I, I have to agree that uh, swordplay was definitely one of my favorite ones. I loved when you tried to swipe at whatever object it was because it has to be done in a certain direction. And the Wii would just completely mess up the direction that you swiped it in and you would just lose it completely because it thought you swiped it the complete opposite direction to what you actually did. That was great.
0: That was like one of the worst. And I think it, that partly played into it. I was down. I was playing it with Dustin and I was down by like six and he had one left to win and then i ended up winning and that was the one time that he actually hit me
1: oh my god wow he never hit you before that i'm very surprised by
0: that <laughs> right um, you know
1: <laughs> yeah so, so play i can definitely agree with that one that was uh that was definitely one of my favorite ones it was always the most stressful i feel like i was always very stressed out
0: especially when like, you... like he throws it in the air but then it like waits before it comes down
1: Yes, that's the worst, the absolute worst.
0: It's so tense. Oh. What do yeah, you have at I number five, though?
1: I actually have um, Air Sports. I think that's what
0: that one's called. <laughs> oh, gosh.
1: Um, I, It's a very unpopular choice. I feel like many people don't really play it, or actually they ignore it. I seem to remember, like, I don't think Dustin had ever even opened it before when <laughs> I clicked on it. Like, there was no rankings. Um, so there's, like, a few different options in there. You can do, like, dog fighting with the other person, so you have to hit, like, their balloons. Um, which was kind of fun. I liked that one. But my favorite had to be the one where you did, like, the island flyover. So you, like, you essentially, you just play by yourself and you fly over the whole place and you pick up, like, points based on, like, all the landmarks. They have, like, icons you can fly through and then you get points based on that. It was always such a relaxing game, I feel. I really enjoyed doing it. Even though it wasn't competitive, I think it was so much fun. You could just fly over, explore the whole place, and, yeah, just have some fun.
0: It was so hard. I didn't understand the controls.
1: You're right. Especially the dogfight, it's really hard to see, like, because you have to control... Basically, your remote is flat, and you control the plane based on the way you tilt it, like, upwards or downwards or to the sides. And I feel like... It was really hard to control the camera as well because it just points the, wherever the front of the plane is. But if you mess it up, like, you have no idea where you're going. And half the time you can't see the other plane that you're trying to hit. So it's definitely, definitely difficult.
0: When we played it that one time, it was, I, I shot your balloon, like, once. And I was like, all right, here we go. This is this is my chance. And then, like, I did, like, one little spin move and you shot me, like, eight times in a row. It was <laughs> awful. It
1: was... Yeah, yeah, it's... uh. It's pretty tough sometimes, but I mean, I played that all the time when I was younger. It was one of my favorite ones because I had no siblings. I don't know why I said had. I still don't have siblings. Uh, (laughs) So I was always playing it by myself. So, you know, if my parents weren't around to play with me or whatever, I didn't have friends over to play, then I would just do the ones but you could do it by yourself. So, you know, you'll play against the computer on that one as well. So I had a lot of practice doing the air sports. I think that kind of practiced kept up with me
0: you know never say never about having no siblings it could stranger things have happened
1: oh please no no
0: you don't uh, want to I'm used
1: to this lifestyle now
0: you don't want a sibling
1: <laughs> i mean i feel like at this point it wouldn't really matter because like i'm about to graduate college and move probably to the side of the world so i don't know if i would even be like around to deal with that but yeah maybe. i don't know maybe
0: well, if there is a younger sibling, just when you leave to go to America, just be like, hey, I'm going out for a pack of smokes, and then you never come back.
1: Amazing. Yeah, that sounds like a great plan. I'm sure my parents and uh theoretical sibling <laughs> would love that.
0: Something else that your parents and theoretical sibling would absolutely love is the number four selection <laughs> on my list. I have... All right, so I know I put sword play all under one umbrella, but this one i'm gonna this umbrella category I'm breaking up because at number four I have dog frisbee it's uh oh, so it's like it's everything you want in a game it's frisbee on the beach with a dog and then the second half balloons show up it's you know it's I don't even really have much else to say besides that it's just i have i had i have good memories about dog frisbee, and I didn't know it existed until a mere two months ago.
1: Yeah, I mean, I have to agree. I mean, I completely forgot that that one even existed, to be honest. (laughs) But dogs, like, who doesn't love a good dog? I mean, they're so cute, and you can just throw frisbees at them, and, you know, you just hope that they are good enough to catch your frisbee, and they don't just ignore it. But it was pretty great.
0: There was one time I was playing with Michaela, and we did not even finish the game because the entire time she was just like using the Wii remote to pet the dog, and, and I was like, "This is," I was like, "You're just this is like this, Nothing is happening. You're not doing anything." But then when she stopped petting the dog, it stopped wagging its tail, and I I felt very sheepish after that.
1: Oh my god, you monster! I mean, that's a big mood. Like, I see a dog, I just want to pet it. To be honest,
0: even a virtual dog.
1: Yeah, all dogs. All dogs are good. All dogs go to heaven.
0: Yeah, wow, that's a classic movie.
1: It is good reference indeed. Mm-hmm. Your good references reference.
0: are off the chain.
1: Wow, you're really bringing it back to whenever this game was. You know, I think 2007, eight. I think you know, off the chain. I feel like that was a that was a catchphrase back a, in the day.
0: What about like off the noodle?
1: Off the noodle. Can't say I've ever heard that one before. But then again, I live in the middle of nowhere, so
0: yeah, culture divide yeah.
1: It could be, like, a U.S. thing that maybe I just don't know, just don't know about. Because, you know, I live in, like, a mud hut in the middle of nowhere. I don't have electricity. I'd never seen a car until I went to the U.S.
0: So, yeah, like, you don't have electricity. You're using your last remaining life, on a battery life on your phone to record this podcast.
1: Yeah. You should be very thankful, Dave. I'm, I, I'm very grateful. I'm I'm here. I'm using up my last little bit on you, so you're welcome.
0: Yeah, listeners, you'll never hear from Jen again.
1: No, this is it. R.I.P. in peace.
0: (laughs) This is it, Michael Jackson, documentary.
1: Oh, wow. I forgot about it. That's the only movie, I feel terrible saying this, that's the only movie I ever fell asleep during when I went (laughs) to see it at the movie theater.
0: (laughs) Oh, that's, that's such an odd one to be the one that you fall asleep during.
1: I don't know, I just, it was really long. I mean, don't get me wrong, I love Michael Jackson, but oh my god, that movie just went on and on and on, and I I just passed out.
0: Yeah, people don't know this about you, but you're the world's biggest Michael Jackson fan. I am? Yeah, you you own all the memorabilia, right? Like, you own the white glove and everything?
1: Oh yeah. Yeah, I definitely, I wore that, like, under my costume at work. That was definitely, I had like a full Michael Jackson, like, replica outfit (laughs) on under there.
0: You'd have, like, the short sleeves, but you'd put on the glove and then put on, like, flesh-colored sleeves to cover up the glove and make it look like you had your hand.
1: Yeah, that's that's it. Wow, Dave, you're, you know, revealing my secrets to everyone. I can't believe this.
0: Well, you know, that's what we do. This is the podcast. If it's nothing else, it's a secret-revealing podcast.
1: That's true. I appreciate that. You get it all out there, out in the open. So, yeah. We gotta be... Surprise friends. That's what I did. I was... And Michael Jackson, super fan that wore all of his outfits under my under my work uniform.
0: Just constantly overheating.
1: Yeah, that's why I kept, like, passing out all the time, you know. And I had to be sent home a couple times from the heat. That, that's why. It's because I was wearing two outfits.
0: <laughs> you gotta pay respect to the king, though.
1: Exactly. And they just didn't understand, I don't know. <sighs> they just didn't understand.
0: Can you imagine, like like, going up to, like, Bradley, and you're like, hey, I passed out because... because... (laughs) because... I'm wearing a full Michael Jackson costume underneath my own costume.
1: I feel like Bradley would just be like, shut up, just go on stage, like, just... or just go home. I feel like he would just send you home at that point. He'd be like, I'm done with you.
0: Like, it's so absurd that he can't even get mad about it.
1: No, he would just laugh. I mean, to be honest... Shout out to Bradley for being like the best leader, and I think I think he kind of liked me deep down he He told people he didn't like me, but you know he was great. he really helped me out a lot, and I feel like i could I could get away with a lot with Bradley because he was just like whatever okay he didn't care. He
0: well, that's great. how everyone liked you, Jen. deep down
1: oh wow, wow, <laughs> wow that, that, you you love to hear that
0: <laughs> It really boosts the old self-esteem.
1: Hmm. Yeah, that really helps that really helped me
0: out. I don't even remember where we were on this list.
1: Um, I feel we were talking about your number four.
0: Oh, the dog Frisbee, yeah. Well
1: about the dog frisbee, yeah.
0: What do you have at number four, Jennifer?
1: I have oh wow. You you really went with the full name there. That's <laughs> you hate to hear that. Good God.
0: You don't like it full name?
1: I mean, I feel like Especially when I was there, because everyone, like, it was on my name tag, so everyone that knew me was introduced, like, I was introduced as Jen, so I feel like whenever someone, especially in the U.S., calls me by my full name, it makes me think I'm in trouble, (laughs) because the only people that would use it would be, like, coordinators and stuff, because it would come up in the system as Jennifer, or, you know, I don't know, I feel like I would just be, someone was mad at me if they used my full name, it kind of gives me a little bit of anxiety there, so, you know.
0: You're the, actually, but it's the fine. you're the first person I ever met who had two ends for Jen. Really? Yeah, I'd never met. I feel that.
1: like a lot of people like spell them like when when I tell someone it's Jen, like they automatically write it down with like one end.
0: I've um, never i would never seen it before, but I like you know I really dig it.
1: Thanks, thanks. You're welcome. I guess it makes me mildly unique, so that's something. What, um. The, but yeah. So for, yes. for my number four. On on here, I have to say it's a classic. It's from like the OG Wii Sports. Oh yes. Um, and it had to be bowling. Ooh. Yeah. So I feel like there's just so many different dimensions. Like you could play the classic one, where like you know you attempt to get a strike. And let me tell you, my Wii Sports bowling was a million times better than my actual bowling. Like I am so terrible at. Bowling in real life so this was you know this was just like a confidence boost this made me think hey i can actually do this you know um i have to say my favorite part would be when you drop the ball and it flashed around to the me's standing behind you and they would just like spin in the circle for no <laughs> apparent reason <laughs> that's, that's a classic wii moment right there um but it wasn't just a classic game you know you could do the challenge one on like the i think it was like your fitness age where you could try and hit as like, as many, as many uh, pins as possible out of 100 or whatever. I think my favorite memory actually was you, Dave. <laughs> uh, we were playing that, and you you hit the side, you went completely sideways, and it happened to just bounce off both sides and ended up giving you I think it was like 99 out of 100. That was, uh, that was quite a moment. I don't think you could ever recreate that if you tried.:
0: I think it's the best moment of my life.
1: Yeah, I nearly cried. I feel like that was just beautiful.
0: I felt God in that moment.
1: <laughs> yep. He came down upon you and he was like, you know what, you're going to get like almost a strike. You know, I'm not sure, Did you get a strike? I really can't remember. I was talking my head.
0: I think it was a strike and then I tried it again and got one pin. <laughs> oh
1: yeah, yeah, that's what it was. Yo.
0: You know, some people, they pray to God to like cure disease or like, have a healthy child or to like fall in love i pray for wee bowling strikes
1: yeah i mean that's fair that's a that's a you know pretty easy miracle to grant so i feel like he's happy with that one too
0: yeah he's like all right well this guy's all set for life now
1: yeah to be honest I, i respect that i respect that that's that that's your wish that's your prayer
0: you know, we we bowling. It's probably the one that became the most famous because, like you know, it's it's very low key, but it's the one that probably has the greatest difference between skill and we skill. Uh, so people yeah. really really embrace that, and I think it's really a lot of fun when you're not playing with Dustin, who's just who's just he's screaming at you if you are even close to beating him.
1: Yeah, Dustin, he destroys it, he gets strikes, like, every time, and if you beat him, he gets very, very angry.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you really hate to see that.
1: You do. I mean, I feel like, as well, I don't know what made me think of this, but, like, I remember when the whole console first came out, and Wii Sports, at least here in the UK, Wii Sports was, like, the game that you got with the console. So, automatically, you would get, like, one game or whatever, and it would always be Wii Sports. Right. Um... And I remember Uh-oh. it was on the news for, like, a year. So on the on the remotes, they have the safety straps. <laughs> and there's all these people that weren't using the straps. And I remember so clearly, like, there was this report of, like, people that had put their remote, like, they just let go of it when they were trying to bowl. And it had gone, like, straight into the TV. Like, you would see the remote just, like, embedded in the screen, sticking out. Or it would be, like, out of their window and stuff. Like, they would smash through their, you know living room window, and I feel like, you know, that was just a wild time to be alive.
0: It was, like, the 2007, that was, like, that was a lawless year, I think.
1: Yeah. Yeah, there, that's for sure. No rules. I mean, I think that just made me appreciate, you know, how much people really go into the Wii sports, you know, they were so excited that they just smashed through their TV screens, <laughs> they were like, I don't care, I'm just gonna, you know, give it a fool. A full yote of strength.
0: Oh, uh, it was that a lot of full yotes that year. Yeah,
1: that's for sure.
0: The beauty was in the simplicity of it all.
1: That is that is for sure. I mean, Wii Sports only had five sports on it. But I played that for hours. I remember <laughs> I got it on Christmas Day, whatever year that was. 2007, we'll say. And I literally, like, I forced my parents and my grandparents, like, to play with me the entire day. You know, I had, like, my like, I don't know, 70-year-old grandpa boxing me on the on the weave. It's probably not very good for, you know, like, his heart or anything, but it's oh fine. God.
0: Does Santa visit the mud huts of Scotland?
1: Yeah, yeah, that's for sure. He definitely does. I think that's one of the, you know, the same things that we have across both of the cultures. His some countries, like, a lot of European countries, they celebrate like, on Christmas Eve uh and they have like different it's not always santa it's like a different uh i guess present bringer
0: so, <laughs> that is but yeah. they call him present bringer
1: <laughs> i can't well i mean like some people use i know saint nicholas is supposed to be the same person as santa but like saint nicholas is often the name that's used i think in like the netherlands and stuff like that i'm not sure don't quote me on that and i'm sorry if i if there's anyone from the Netherlands listening and I've just completely <laughs> messed that up, you know. Um but no, it's uh yeah, definitely one of the things that we keep the keep the same across both of our cultures. Santa.
0: You gotta love Santa. Everything about him, you gotta love it. Yeah. He's he's
1: just like jolly old man, yeah. you know. Yeah. He likes red. I can appreciate the color red. I like that.
0: That's your favorite thing about Santa is that he wears red.
1: I mean, I also relate to him on, like, a spiritual level because he eats cookies at, like, every single house that he goes (laughs) to. And that is my aspiration in life, is to just visit every house in the world and eat cookies.
0: Although I bet there's probably a lot of people now who are giving out gluten-free cookies. Ugh.
1: That would be disappointing. Or the worst kind of people, when you think a cookie is chocolate chip and it turns out to be raisin, that's, like, that stuff haunts my dreams.
0: The, they should make oatmeal cookies without raisins in them,
1: yeah, right, because it's always so disappointing, you think, "Oh my God, that looks delicious, chocolate great, and then you take a bite and it's raisin, and you just want to cry, you like you feel a piece of your soul just die completely,
0: but that's my favorite part about eating cookies is the soul dying,
1: yeah, hmm I mean, I feel like with chocolate chip, your soul just like rises to a whole nother level, but raisin it just damn you hate to see
0: it <laughs> you hate to see raisins in a cookie you, do.
1: you uh, really do of all
0: the things you hate to see raisins in a cookie has got to be one of the ones that's right up there at the top
1: right that's definitely that's that's a first world problem if ever i did see one but like you know it stresses me out i feel like i should become an activist for stopping raising cookies i'm gonna create a facebook group do people still use those facebook, facebook groups? groups
0: yeah surely that's, if you listen to Facebook groups, please email me. Please, please don't actually yeah. email me. I don't want your emails.
1: <laughs> I mean, I feel like... So, someone was telling me this. Like, when I was in, like, high school. So, we start high school the same year that people in the U.S. start middle school. So, like, seventh, seventh grade, is that middle school time?
0: We have sixth grade.
1: Sixth grade. Okay. So, whenever you're, like... whatever age you're, like, ten or eleven. That's when we start high school. Or no, 11 or 12, rather, sorry. Um, But, like, growing up, like, the whole way through high school, everyone would use Facebook. That was, like, our main, you know, social media platform that we would use. But someone was telling me, like, um, so my godfather's son, he's about to graduate high school. And he was telling me, like, that nobody uses it anymore. And I was so surprised because I thought, you know, like, everyone – I, I use it all the time, you know, I post stuff, like, post photos and whatever, um, and I use it to talk to people, like, the whole time, but apparently, just, you know, the youths these days, they <laughs> don't really appreciate the god that is Facebook. Yeah, like... Everyone I, uses other, like, you know, Twitter, Snapchat, which I use too, don't get me wrong, but, you know, I was just really surprised.
0: I have about, like... Probably about ten or so friends from high school and middle school and all that who still use Facebook. But everyone else, they're on Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook, it's it's more it's more of a it's become like a family thing now. But you know what, Jen? We're we are family, so that's okay.
1: Yeah. You know, that's maybe it's a maybe it's a cultural thing also. So I feel like a lot of people in the US maybe don't use it as much as we do here in the UK.
0: Maybe I feel like a lot of people think they're you know, too cool for it.
1: Yeah. Maybe, maybe. Who knows?
0: But it's like, Instagram, you post pictures. And Twitter, you post, like, little thoughts. And Facebook, you can post pictures and thoughts.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's like a combination. You get the best of both worlds.
0: Absolutely. It's just like... You know, you. you I think you interact with brands a lot more on Facebook. Is probably what some people complain about.
1: Yeah, yeah, like advertising and things like that, I feel like. One thing that gets me is, like, the adverts that come up in the middle of videos. Like, you know, I enjoy a good meme. You know, sometimes, (laughs) like, there'll be some kind of video, a meme video of sorts that'll come up. Uh And you're just watching it. And then just halfway through, it just stops. And there's just, like, a commercial for some random product. And I'm like, no. You've ruined the meme because I was enjoying it. I was laughing. But now I'm watching this advertisement. I wouldn't mind if it was at the beginning or the end. But it's the fact it's always right in the middle. That's that's the part that gets me.
0: Never forget, on August thirty first, twenty eighteen, Jen said, "quote, I enjoy a good meme."
1: <laughs> I mean, it's true to be honest. My whole life, that's my for, like, life is just memes.
0: You're my favorite person to send memes to on Twitter.
1: Yeah, it's right. We have like a whole thread in the DMs about uh, various memes. It's that's great. I mean, I love your humor, Dave. I feel like your humor is just something I don't know anyone else that has <laughs> the same sense of humor as you. It'll just be something that's you know, just something that seems so normal and then it'll just take a wild twist.
0: <laughs> oh, thank and you. That's so random. That's very kind of and, you.
1: you know. Yeah, you're welcome. I, I really appreciate it. It's very refreshing.
0: I think we connect on a humor level, the way I don't usually connect with people. Like you get me, I get you, it works.
1: Yeah, pretty. It's it's pretty great. We have we're on the same, same meme level. I feel
0: absolutely. And there's no there's no greater level to be on. Right. Absolutely, it's the best.
1: That is for sure.
0: Oh gosh, we are on so many tangents.
1: <laughs> I know we somehow have talked about memes for the last like ten minutes. I'm not really sure how that happened, but it's fine. Everything's fine.
0: We were on bowling. So okay, my. My number three pick is also from the original Wii Sports. It is not bowling, though. I did not include bowling in my top five. Although it's it's fun, you know, it has its merits. But for my number three, I put baseball in because, you know, you can do, like, with bowling, you really just hold B and you gotta yeet it. And uh, with, with, uh, with golf, you can really you just move it left to right. And you pick your club, but with baseball, you can like press all sorts of button combinations to throw pitches, and you, you can swing the bat if you, or you can you don't have to swing the bat if you don't want to. And the best part about Wii baseball is the fact that it takes your little me's and it makes a team out of them. So like, we did it once, and it was like my team had like 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 Rissa was on my team, and like Naomi was there. It was great.
1: Yeah i mean i love that aspect the whole you can have your whole squad just like playing baseball with you
0: the whole squad and chilling yell at
1: them like if they're on the other team and they like you know you hit the ball and then one of them catches it you can just yell at them you can phone them up and you can just be like well what the fuck like you're really gonna catch my ball in baseball like that and they're like what are you talking about and you just hang up and that's it
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay. No, the next time I play Wii baseball, if you, if I make a me for you and then you get me out in Wii baseball, I will call you.
1: Okay, I'm down. I'm down for that. No, uh, I have to agree. Baseball was definitely one of my favorites. I wasn't very good at it. Um, like I tend to hit a lot of foul balls or I just miss completely. Um, but that pretty much sums up me with any kind of sport, to be honest. <laughs> so you know, it's fine.
0: It's I like, and they go like. It's like, oh, you can get a home run, or it's out of the park. And it's like the voice of God is telling you that the ball is out of the park. And there's sometimes, like, you can tell if it rolls just slowly enough. You know it's going to be a triple. Oh, there's so yep.
1: much,
0: there's so much fun to it.
1: Or, like, someone picks it up, and then they drop it, and you just think, oh, my God.
0: <laughs> like, it's so yeah. arbitrary. Like, how do they even decide this?
1: I don't even know. But it's, it's pretty great. It, it's great. I do enjoy it baseball it was probably like my least favorite one when i was younger but i've definitely grown to appreciate it as i've grown older
0: i wish that it it wouldn't end like force you to end in a tie though i wish it would like do more innings if there was a tie
1: yeah yeah that would be great you know they could really extend out a little bit there we should write a petition we should email yeah we should hey i know that i know the game's like 11 years old (laughs) but can you like make it better
0: like hey nintendo we got a bone to fucking pick with you
1: You might be four consoles ahead of this now, but, you know, (laughs) you really should fix the original Wii Sports game.
0: Because you can improve on imperfection.
1: Yes, exactly. I mean, Wii Sports is pretty much, it's perfection. Like, it's a perfect game.
0: I did an episode of this podcast that was top five video games, and I think Wii Sports was, like, number two or something for me. It's just, you know, it's just that good.
1: It's iconic. I mean, like I said, it was the first game that I played, it was the game that came with my console. And like, it just never gets old, you can always go back to it. And you can just spend like, a whole day like playing it, you know, and having so much fun.
0: <laughs> but Your voice got very wistful at the end there.
1: <laughs> I'm reminiscing <laughs> on my days of playing Wii Sports all day. I wish... I wish I wasn't an adult, so I could actually do that these days. But, you know, it's fun.
0: You know, we still manage to play Wii Sports all day, sometimes.
1: Yeah, I mean, I definitely had other things I should have been doing. <laughs> but, you know, I don't regret it. It was great fun, and it brought me back. I mean, I'm so glad that Dustin brought that Wii with him.
0: Take a quick break, go to McDonald's, come back, more Wii Sports.
1: Yeah, wa- Watch be the like proposal. 4 in the morning, or still playing.
0: <laughs> yeah, many a lot of late nights playing Wii Sports. <laughs> Yeah, it was great. What do you have at number three in your list of sports?
1: So number three was actually the sword fighting one that we went, uh, or sword, sword play, that's not what we called it, Classic. that we went over, that was your number five. It's,
0: you know, it's one of those games that, you know, you talk about it, and then it comes up again in the list, and you just, you know, you're like, oh, well, there it is again. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I feel like I've said what I have to say on that. You know, it's it's a great game. I I appreciate some good swordplay. I appreciate a good competition, and I feel like that always it it stressed you out, but it's a good kind of stress.
0: At my number two, this one, I think this one probably is going to be on your list. So I'll probably d- do. I'll let you. I'll defer to you to do most of the talking about it. But it's definitely one that stressed you out based on your reactions to it. And if you talk about playing Wii Sports till 4 in the morning, this is one we, we once played it till 5 in the morning, I'm pretty sure. Because if we do a full Yotes, 18-hole Wii Sports Resort disc golf, the greatest ever. I love it.
1: A hundred percent. Disc golf actually was my, it, it's my number one. I, I went even further and I went, you know what? This is just the epitome of Wii Sports right here. <laughs> I mean, I still remember that time that we did play it so late. Like, it took us, like, three hours to get <laughs> through 18 holes between three of us. I mean, it was wild. And, you know, by the time we got to the 18th hole, I think we were just so exhausted that we were just <laughs> begging, like, sobbing, wishing that it was over. But, like, we went back. We went back for more, you know?
0: And it was I was a... so
1: terrible. When I first started, like, I would throw it, and it would just go, like completely behind me, you know, the complete opposite direction to what I wanted. Or I would think I could make it like super far to, you know, a safe area and I'd end up out of bounds and I would just cry a little bit. But, you know, it was just, I was just incredible. I just, I don't know. It just brought me so many hours of laughter and fun. I was so entertaining. Every, every time you play it, it's, it's a little bit different depending on who, throws, you know, like, what kind of throws people make. And, you know, it's fun. You can try and beat your par. Because, I mean, what was your original par, Dave? I, I can't <laughs> like remember. Plus 56? It was, like, 100 and something, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I don't remember. It was very entertaining, at least. But by the time, you know, we got better with time, and I feel like by the end, we were we were doing not so bad. It was, like, 20-something, maybe, that we had as par, par levels. Except Dustin. I mean, Dustin always, like, killed us both but you know it's fine
0: i still remember one time you were at like minus four you're about to like set the the record on the game and then like the last like five holes you ended up at like plus 30
1: yeah i completely messed it up and i was so upset i was like so frustrated i'd done so well i'm pretty sure there was one time that we started and i messed it up so badly on the first round i was like we're starting over (laughs) like i'm just i'm not accepting this as my as my optimum level of performance here,
0: it's great too. Like I think it's a lot better than regular golf because you have the potential for a hole in one. Like on, like not every hole, but certain holes. You like there. I got holes in ones a couple times, and it was that's a lot of fun to, you know, it really keeps you invested.
1: Yeah, that's for sure. Like with the original golf, you know, it's such like a small target. You know, to be able to get the hole in one. Like half the time, even when you're already on the green, it's it's still hard to get a hole in one. But it's such a big area for the target for uh, for disc golf that, you know, it's pretty easy. And it's always such, like, a satisfying feeling when you actually get it.
0: I remember I used to, we'd be on the green, and I'd try to putt with my driver, and it would go all the way backwards. And I'd be like, Dustin would be like, just putt with your putter. And I'm like, there's no difference between the two. And then I actually tried putting with my putter. And it was it was a big difference maker, I think.
1: I feel like that might have been the time where you had, like, a 100 and something as your car. <laughs> And then you started using the putter.
0: It just, I, didn't, I uh, still remember. Yeah, it was so hard. I, I
1: think it was, I think it was Ryan Foley. One time, he uh, he kept throwing it like completely backwards, and it would just like eat into the ocean. <laughs> and it always made me laugh so much, because he would be trying to throw it like so hard, he would be trying, and then he would just mess it up completely.
0: It was not like if if he didn't play it every day, like Dustin probably did for four years of his life. It's it's a hard game to pick up and adapt to.
1: Oh yeah, I definitely, I think it was one I probably avoided when I was a kid, because I did have the Wii Sports Resort one as well, and I feel like it was definitely not one of my favorites. Like I said, I spent a lot of time playing like the air sports and cycling and things like that, but definitely disc golf was one that I thought was too hard for me as a kid, so I just avoided it completely. So coming back to it was quite interesting and seeing how, how different I felt about it as i gotten older.
0: I think most of the reason for loving it is probably the experiences that we had.
1: Oh, that's just, for sure.
0: Just some of the best nights were playing weed disc golf. Yep,
1: yeah, that's for sure. And, then, you know, we would go drive to Wendy's or McDonald's <laughs> or something at, like, 3 just to go get some, get some fuel so we could continue going. That was great.
0: Oh, I miss it so much.
1: Me too. I feel like... If you're there in January and I'm staying at the soup kitchen, I feel like some Wii sports absolutely must go down.
0: Absolutely, especially we didn't we never really got to play one last round of disc golf either towards the end there.
1: Yeah, yeah. Those last few days, I was like super busy, um, and then like my last night was just like panicked packing, trying <laughs> to get everything like in my bag <laughs> in three suitcases worth for a whole like year's worth of clothes and all the other junk that I was trying to take home with me
0: and didn't you have like like you didn't have a the right passport or something like that on your like the night oh before you left
1: yeah so I was I was flying up to uh Ottawa to see family and I realized I was, so my flight was at like I think like nine in the morning and I realized at like uh three when I was still halfway through packing that you need a Canadian visa like a special thing on your passport it's it's electronic but like you still need it to be able to enter the country and I completely forgotten about it because I don't know why my mind thought hey it's the same country as the US I don't need to do anything about it Uh, so then it was like a panicked like moment where I was trying to apply and I was hoping the application would go through in time so I wouldn't get like detained at the Canadian (laughs) border or some some shit like that but it, it worked out okay like customs literally took me like two minutes you know they're like oh hey why are you here (laughs) <laughs> and where have, you, where have you been coming from? And then they let me go, so it obviously worked.
0: You love to see it. That's, you know, that's Border Patrol working efficiently. Working oh, yeah. With...
1: There was no line. I just walked straight up, and they are like, hey, welcome to our country. Have, like, a fucking maple leaf coffee <laughs> and all that kind of shit.
0: <laughs> have, like, a fucking maple leaf coffee. That's... <laughs> That's courtesy. It's from
1: Tim Hortons. It was from Tim Hortons, of course.
0: Of course. What else would it be from? Tim Hortons for Canada, Duncan's for America, and, and Mudhutville for Scotland.
1: Yeah, we have Costa, actually. Costa. It's pretty good. Costa? It's like this. Yeah. It's C O S T A. It's like the. I think the British version of uh, Starbucks.
0: Like Costa Burger. more
1: expensive. Like what?
0: Costa <laughs> K- Berg. Yeah.
1: That's like that. that's
0: like like cause there's like towns right like like Hamburg in Germany is a town like Costa <laughs> I
1: don't even know. Duckburg? I mean, I always think of it like Costa, like so in Spain they have different regions like a uh, Costa del Sol and it means coast. Costa means coast, or at least it does in Spanish. Maybe it means something else in the world of the coffee shop, but like you know, Casa del Sol is like the coast of the sun. You
0: know? Oh, yeah. We we get it, Jen. You went to Spain. Very nice. Uh-huh. We get it. It's all you talk about.
1: Oh, wow. Wow, Dave. Tell me how you really feel.
0: No, it's okay. I forgot you went to Spain, to be quite honest.
1: Honestly, so do I. Like, it was so long ago. But, I mean, I stayed there. for I lived there for six months, so I feel like, you know...
0: It was so long Should ago. Be a bigger part. Oh, it feels yeah, like. That was
1: last January.
0: Feels like forever ago.
1: Yeah, I mean, you definitely knew me back then, you know?
0: <laughs> you were definitely a person that I knew. I was like, oh, you know, I love visiting Spain for Jen. <laughs> my favorite Spaniard. That was interesting.
1: That was an interesting experience. I mean, my apartment didn't have any uh, AC in it, so that was great when summer hit.
0: Is it hot in the summer?
1: Oh, my God, yeah. Spain's like, I mean, it's not like Florida, but it hits like the same, I mean, I don't really know what temperature it is. It it was in the like- that you have there, and I just felt like you couldn't breathe. Like, I was thinking, you know, the Las Vegas Strip isn't that long, and it it's long enough, but I was thinking, you know, you could probably walk from one end to the other, but you would literally have to go inside every single hotel just to get, like, cold, breathable air, because you just couldn't breathe. It was so hot. It was, like, uncomfortably hot. But then Florida... The humidity is so, so ridiculous. Like there's one morning I remember waking up and checking my phone. It was like six in the morning, and it was 99% humidity at six in the morning, and I wanted to cry a little bit. Um, I don't know, Florida. Yeah, it was more like a sticky heat, so it was it was different. That's for sure.
0: So it's like it depends if you prefer to feel dry or if you per- prefer to feel sticky.
1: Pretty much. I mean, Florida was fine until, like, the last, like, month. And then it was uncomfortable. But I feel like Las Vegas is, like, it was, like, 10 degrees hotter, at least. And that was, you know, that's the difference. And it's like that the whole time. Like, at least Florida, you do get some kind of variation. Like, yeah, hurricane season is for, like, nine months of the year. But, like, you know, you can live with it. I feel like if I was living in Las Vegas, I'd probably cry all the time because it's so hot. (laughs)
0: Do you think if you were living in Las Vegas, you would end up getting a job as an Elvis impersonator or as a burlesque dancer?
1: I mean, I feel like I would have to be a Michael Jackson impersonator since I'm his biggest fan.
0: That's true. I mean, but, like, you're the biggest fan, sure, but, like, can you do the king justice?
1: I mean, I'm partial to a good moonwalk, you know?
0: What are the the odds that you would do a Michael Jackson impression on this podcast right now? (laughs)
1: Uh... Pretty much, like, minus 10. Like you, okay. uh, you know, I figured. Yeah, I feel like impressions aren't really my my strong suit. I mean, I can't even get my own accent right, and I live here, so, you know, it's fine.
0: Well, you, you say the word Ben in the, in a Scottish way.
1: Ben? When did like, I say Ben?
0: Like, oh, I went, like, I've been to the store.
1: Oh. Yeah, people make fun of me. I say people. Ryan makes fun of me for saying that. Um... <laughs> uh, because I say, like, bean? Do I say bean or bin? I can't think. You say bean. Bean, okay. You yeah, say... I've been somewhere. Yeah, okay. It's
0: like phonetic. I can not
1: remember off the top of my head. But, I, like, I get, in, like, people yell at me for saying that.
0: <laughs> people, they, they just, like, absolutely scream at you?
1: Yeah. That's usually, like, that's how people pick up that I'm, you know, actually Scottish. I'm not from the U.S. It's usually through, like, certain words, like, when I say bean or... Things like that. That's when people kind of pick up that I'm not actually American because a lot of people, I have a lot of people fooled. A lot of guests, at least. That was my whole life in the U.S. was being told at least once a day for the entire year, oh, really? You're from Scotland? You really don't sound like it. So, you know, it happened here. It happened the other day. I was, uh, so I work at a Disney store now back home and there was an American guest that was here on vacation And he was surprised I wasn't actually from the U.S. So, yeah, there you go. In my own country. I'm still getting mistaken for being American.
0: I remember that one night we took an Uber together. And the whole time I was just talking to you about how mad I was that you didn't sound Scottish.
1: (laughs) Yep, that pretty much sums it up. So many people said that to me. They're like, I'm so disappointed. (laughs) You don't sound Scottish. I'm like, wow, okay sorry that my voice sounds like this i don't know how to you know appease you but it's fine i guess
0: we were spoiled by all the great australian accents and we wanted a scottish one too
1: yeah i yeah i see what you mean yeah because i mean it was just me i mean like all my programs so um i did like a complete different college program to what you guys did it was an academic exchange program um and just on our one alone there was only three of us from scotland so that kind of gives you like a perspective out of the however me because the academic exchange program is not just people from the uk it's people from like uh canada people from i don't know brazil things like that and out of everyone there was just three of us from scotland because uh mine my college is the only college that runs it so yeah it was uh an honor really to be one of the three (laughs) Scottish people. But I feel like I let, I let everyone down with my lack of accent.
0: (laughs) We got really lucky then if you're the one school in Scotland that does it is the one you went to.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's actually, so I kind of forgot about it, but when I was in like junior year of high school, I, that was when I first heard about the program. And that's actually the reason why I applied to my college is that I knew that it ran the program So I chose to stay at home for college um, and live with my parents rather than going, you know, down to Edinburgh or Glasgow. Um, But it was because I knew I could do, you know, a study abroad in Spain or a placement year in Florida at Disney. You know, Disney's always been the company that I wanted to to work for. And uh, I guess I've been really lucky. And it's the only company I've ever worked for. I worked for the Disney store for almost... Uh, well, my anniversary with the whole company is almost at four years. It'll be four years in November. So,
0: so do you get all the health benefits? Much...
1: <laughs> huh, I wish. <laughs> I mean, I get more benefits here. I'm part time, uh, part time at the Disney Store, but I've been on and off there since twenty fourteen. So mm-hmm. I, I turned, I started there just after I turned seventeen. So,
0: well, know, it's know, been
1: it's been a long time.
0: <laughs> time flies when you're having fun.
1: That is for sure. It is, it, yeah, I can't. I can't lie, it's a great it's a great place to work. Do you and get, that's why I want to come back.
0: Yeah, you going to come calls, back. Yeah. You know? We might have a return to Buzz Lightyear's Space Ranger spin.
1: Oh good lord. <laughs> I kinda of forget about that part too, you know. I keep thinking about ODV, I forget I actually worked in uh in attractions too. So yeah. Well
0: I remember you shared that tweet about the person who was yelling at the guy at Buzz who decided who was FastPass and who could go in and all that.
1: Oh my gosh. Yeah.
0: Did you have was, to do that uh, job often?
1: Oh, yeah. Merge. Merge is like, it haunts my dreams still. <laughs> like, honestly, it's... Sometimes I just wake up, like, sweating because I just think about it in my, <laughs> in my sleep and I'm just horrified. It's like war flashbacks. Uh, you know, Merge, I... So one of my first few times I was there, it was it was one of those days... So, like, they have different formulas depending on like different ratios, depending on how busy the fast pass line is. So, you know, if your fast pass line is long, you have to let through a lot more of them because you like the guarantees they're in within like 15 minutes, they're on the ride. Uh, that's why we end up letting through a lot more fast pass people than we do from standby. And it was one of those days that uh, I remember one of my coordinators coming up to me because the line, the fast pass line was all the way down at like the bridge back towards the castle. And my coordinator came up and was like, you need to let through 20 parties from FastPass for one party to standby." Oh, man. And, you know, the parties can be, you know, up to 10 people. So imagine you let through 200 people from FastPass <laughs> and then you have a party of two from standby, you know, because it happens. Like, it, it just it's luck of the draw how big the parties are. So... I was like, I was so scared. I was only a couple of weeks out of training at this point, and I really was still not comfortable with it. And I got in there, and the person before me had obviously, I mean, the reason the line was so backed up was because they'd messed up. So, you know, everyone was already, like, antsy, like all the guests in line. And I remember the first person that I let through standby, I just got in my face and was, like, screaming and, like, pointing his finger, like, right in, like, my face. And I I just burst into tears because I was so, like, overwhelmed and scared. Uh, Because I thought this guy was going to hit me, you know? Uh, But someone noticed. Like, there was another cast member that was, like, walking past and they noticed. So they they called that coordinator and they came and Emma, my guardian angel, came and helped me out and stopped people from yelling at me. And she just took, like, she doesn't care. She took, like, all the, the yelling and the abuse from the people. But I'm very grateful to her from that. But after that, I learned that you really have to be resilient and you can't let them, you know, talk you down. Like, I just, you just have to say something. like, I'm sorry, this is my job. This is what I've been told to do. I know it's not ideal, but, like, it's making the ride more, run more efficiently. So, you know, I don't have a choice. Like, I have to do it. I'm sorry if it's upsetting you, but please don't take it out on me because I'm just doing my job.
0: You know, it is the happiest place on earth. So what are they all upset about?
1: honestly i don't know that was i mean that was probably one of the worst times but then like christmas and new year that was like a whole other ball game because our you know buzz the wait time usually doesn't get above like 40 50 minutes and on like christmas day new year's eve it was like two and a half hours you know i could see space mountain from where i was standing and it was sitting at like a seven hour wait oh my god That's like a person's entire day and people were waiting on it you know space mountains wait time was longer than flight passages that day
0: what is wrong that's, with people? That
1: says something. I don't know. But, you know, as you can imagine, people weren't expecting it to be so busy, so, you know, they take out a lot on the cast members. But that's the thing, you have the power as a cast member, you have the power to be able to turn their vacation around. You know, you can do everything in your power if you wish to be able to, you know, turn that situation turn that situation into like a good one. You know, even if it's just Letting them through the fast fast line if you're if you're able to do that, then you have the power to do so, you know, or replacing you know someone drops an ice cream or something.
0: Yeah, you know, free ice cream. that always does the trick.
1: <laughs> you, can, you can give them a free Mickey bar for no. the most part.
0: <laughs> always putting a smile on people's faces. Free Mickey yeah. bars. Yeah Well, that was <laughs> good memories.
1: Um Yeah. Wow, I went on a complete like tangent there. That's uh wow.
0: No, this is this is great content. You're people are gonna people are gonna love listening to it.
1: Good relatable content.
0: Absolutely. It's very relatable to almost I'd say about a good eighty percent of the world's population.
1: Yeah, obviously, you know, because everyone works at Disney World. <laughs>
0: And if you if you don't work at Disney World, what are you, what are you doing with your life? Get on it, people.
1: I don't know, and you know I don't know the U uh, UK ones are open, but anyone in the U S, you know, college program applications they're open. Absolutely, a hundred percent should do it. It's by far the best best experience of my life, and I'm so so thankful that I you know I got it. Even if you don't get it, it's worth applying just to see because. You know, I wasn't expecting to get it and yet here I am with I wouldn't even know Dave, I wouldn't be on this podcast.
0: <laughs> it you brings know. it brought us together. It was It did. It was kismet.
1: Most of my best friends are from are from the US and I'm very grateful that I was able to meet them and I was able to have that experience. So yeah, definitely apply if you have the opportunity.
0: My <laughs> but, only friends are from Florida and now that I'm not in Florida anymore, life is meaningless. <laughs>
1: That is a mood. That is how I feel all of the time. That's fine. That's why I'm making my return in January to come see everyone. So, you know, Absolute, it'll be good.
0: It'll be great. It'll be so fantastic to see Jen again.
1: Oh, Dave, you melt my heart.
0: Speaking of melted hearts, mm-hmm. I don't even know how to connect this. Jen, your number two selection, if not. Oh wow,
1: we're not. We're not even a number one. Good lord. <laughs>
0: it's it's Um, tough
1: yeah uh well my number two actually is tennis from the original wii sports um i feel like tennis was always that was my i think that was my favorite one when i was a kid to play uh i played that one probably the most when i first got the console um i wish it really entertaining you know it's quite relaxing I love it when you hit the ball and it goes like super fast, you know, it does like a super bounce and like just completely yeets to the other side of the court and you automatically get a point. That's a great feeling right there. And I feel like discovering that you can play all four (laughs) characters as yourself was one of the most enlightening moments of my entire life.
0: Four gens playing tennis with each other.
1: Yeah, that was that was a wild experience. Let me tell you you do not know how hard it is to play yourself on one screen and look at the other screen and play yourself again (laughs) because it's hard it is really difficult to be able to do that but i didn't even know you could do that until you know like a couple months ago that was great
0: it was one of the funniest things (laughs) was the first time you did it you hit it and you missed it on the other side and you're like oh shit i missed it (laughs) it was either way you were gonna lose somehow (laughs)
1: Yeah, but then either way, I was also going to win.
0: It's true, you know, you really you really make the odds in your favor.
1: Yeah, it's pretty great. And I mean, it's not just... The thing I like about the Wii Sports, the original game, is also you have the Wii Fitness thing. So it's not just, you know, the original game where you play with others or yourself, as I found out. But you can do the challenges, you know, where you try to hit, like, as many as possible. Or, you know, like, avoid... Avoid obstacles. I think that was one of them. I'm trying to think. off the top of my head. But yeah, it was good. It's a good versatile, versatile game. I feel like that's when the most remotes went through the TVs because people would try to hit and then they would just let go and, you know, we Remote got yeeted into the screen.
0: It would just go flying. People, either out of anger or out of sheer will.
1: Yeah. they sit excited and slam it into the TV screen. It
0: was... I wish I never, I never did that, and I'm really glad that I didn't. But you know, it would have been interesting to see at least what that would have been like.
1: Yeah, I mean, as a kid, I always had like the you know the rubber covers on the remotes, and then I always used the strap as well because I was you know, I was worried that my parents I think would have murdered me and disowned me if I'd smashed their TV with my with the Wii remote. So you know, I was always very careful when I was younger.
0: Especially with tennis, too. Like, you can play it sitting down, but it's a lot better if you have a strap on.
1: Yeah. I mean, (laughs) I don't know if those are the exact words I would use, Dave, but, you know, (laughs) I know what you mean.
0: You definitely, Um, when you play Wii, you got to have the strap on.
1: Yeah, of course. It makes it so much more fun.
0: It's it's always Um, definitely more fun with a strap on, I'd have to say.
1: Yeah,
0: you know, it, I mean, it, it really it really bumps you up a couple pegs.
1: Uh huh. That that's for sure. That is for sure. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like, yeah, tennis was just it's just up there. It's like the OG, the OG we sport.
0: What sport was it that we were playing, or it was like some game? And Dustin said that we were on the third one, and I said, "How many are there?" And he said, two <laughs>
1: It, it, what
0: it was like Dustin was like like we gotta do we gotta do the he was like we said something about like we gotta do the third one and I was like how many are there and he said two and oh my god and your reaction to it was probably the funniest the hardest I've ever laughed in my life <laughs> cause you thought we were just being so fucking stupid I mean
1: I remember I can't remember what it was but I remember what you were talking about No, that was very funny
0: it's in my diary oh my somewhere
1: god. you have a diary
0: yeah I, I write down all the funny things in my diary
1: Oh, that's adorable! The sarcophagus making experience, make an experience, uh, make a appearance in there.
0: Sarcophagus. That was that was one of those late nights when it was the f- oh, like three thirty was, in the morning. I think that was
1: when we played disc golf, like the five hours. I'm pretty sure
0: <laughs> it was. We were so tired. It was just the funniest thing in the world to us.
1: That I have. I don't think I've ever laughed so hard. Like I was <laughs> legit crying. There was tears pouring down my face. I thought I was going to sick because I was laughing so hard.
0: Oh, that was a good one. It was great. It felt so right, and it was so wrong.
1: It was. It was so wrong. You tried so hard. You,
0: you really did. When you try your best, but you don't succeed.
1: Yes, that's that's pretty much the definition of that that song lyric. It was that moment.
0: Yeah, you suck at Coldplay. We rewrote your song.
1: Exactly, and this time it's about we sports.
0: <laughs> I think. I think the, what is that song. It's Fix You, I think. That's yes. That's about Wii Sports, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah. Of course it is. Like, it was supposed to be called uh, Golf You.
1: <laughs> yeah. A box You, maybe? I don't know. Yeah,
0: it was, they called it Box You. and they Sword Fight You. Guy Berryman was like, hey guys, you know, I think we should really try to make this less about Wii Sports. And Chris Martin was like, "Shut up, you fucking wanker."
1: Yeah, that's definitely what Chris Martin sounds like.
0: It's good, Chris Martin impression.
1: I'm not doing impressions.
0: Can you do a Bono? I can't
1: do accents. I can't even do my own accent correctly. Can you do Bono? Bono he's Irish.
0: Like I oh, already got to go on to do the band of you two.
1: <laughs> was that even English? I just heard "band of you 2 at the end. So. <laughs> okay, sure.
0: Or, like, angry Bono, like, yeah,
1: that's definitely what all Irish people sound like. Just... That reminded me of Nicole.
0: Ooh, that's dangerous territory here. I'm just saying, you know, it's
1: just unintelligible mess. <laughs> 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 uh,
0: so many things I want to say, so many things I'm not sure if I should say. <laughs>
1: Yeah, maybe not. Maybe, maybe should leave that one out of it. Coordinator to the jungle. <laughs> but you gotta, you gotta say it twice. It's coordinator. You you say it like two times because that's in case you didn't know who it was or where she was the first time. She had to make sure you knew by repeating it.
0: Walkie talkies, the park over, decreasing in volume.
1: Yeah, you love much.
0: you love to see it.
1: You, you really do. You, you really do. That was a, that was a wild experience.
0: You know, Jen, I think we are on quite the wavelength with these lists because you had at number one was disc golf, and at number two was tennis. And for my number two, I had disc golf, and my number one was tennis.
1: This oh is, wow! This is oh, there you go. This is
0: crazy. I you know, wow. tennis for all the reasons you said, tennis is great. It's it's just one fluid motion. And, you know, I always kicked your ass in it. So it's great. Loved tennis.
1: Yeah, you're right. You know, I always thought I was quite good at it until I played against Dave. And then I just realized I was absolute like, I was a shame to my country <laughs> when I played against Dave.
0: You let down Scotland.
1: I love when the very first round you would go easy. <laughs> and then every round after that, you would just completely destroy me. And I would just like solving on the couch.
0: Well, I mean, like, I sucked at everything else, so I had to at least embrace it a little bit.
1: Yeah, you're right. I mean, I I also like the aspect you don't have to stand up. Like, when (laughs) I was a kid, I always thought you had to, you know, you had to be really into it. You'd have to pretend like you're actually playing the tennis. But then I realized you can just sit on your couch and just, you know, move your wrists slightly.
0: It makes it so much better when you can, like, lay down and just, like, not even exercise at all.
1: Yeah, I mean, it completely defies the purpose of the game, but, like, you know, it meant I could sit there and I could eat my 4 for 4 from Wendy's (laughs) and also hit the tennis ball at the same time. It's a win-win situation.
0: It's the best of both worlds.
1: Yeah. You go to get that spicy chicken wrap, you know? (laughs) I could just chow down on that, or you get, like, 40 chicken nuggets from McDonald's.
0: Unlike Dustin, who would play a game of, like, golf and be out of breath.
1: Yeah. I mean, he was—he got very into it. He was a very competitive person. I feel like well, was, he was wild.
0: What was your go-to four for four?
1: Oh, the spicy! Either the spicy chicken go wrap. No, I say either, but that's yeah, that's it. Spicy chicken go wrap. That's I had that like every single time without fail.
0: What about the other three?
1: Oh, well, the other four, the other three you have, like, <laughs> they're already pre-chosen, Dave.
0: Wait, can't you, like, decide, like, if you want, like, a Coke or, like, a Diet Coke or something?
1: Oh, well, I have Cherry Vanilla Coke every time. It tastes so good.
0: Okay, Cherry Vanilla Coke, Spicy Chicken Wrap, I assume Fries, was that one of them?
1: Yeah. What? Have you never had a 4 for 4? No. What? Oh, my God, Dave.
0: Every time I drive by Wendy's now, I think of you, though.
1: Oh my god! Okay, so when I come back, even if you're not there, I'm gonna fly up <laughs> to wherever—New York, that's where Boston is, right? I'm <laughs> fly up there. <laughs> I'm just kidding, but I do know that it's Boston a very, is it's a very specific joke. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I am well aware that Boston is in Massachusetts. I'm not that dumb. But yeah, I'm gonna fly up there and I'm gonna kidnap you and I'm gonna take you to a Wendy's and you're gonna have a four-four. Four.
0: I mean, I'll go willingly. <laughs> like you don't have to kidnap me. <laughs>
1: No, you're being kidnapped, babe. It's happening, now.
0: I'll just be asleep. I mean,
1: the, the last one is chicken nuggets. You get fries, chicken nuggets, and then, like, a sandwich of your choice, and then a drink.
0: Do they force the nugs on you?
1: I mean, kind of, but they're good nugs. Like, and you got to get sriracha sauce. The sriracha sauce from Wendy's is... I have no words to describe it. Like, I'm pretty sure I took home some of them. Like, I, I just saved them and put them in, like, a plastic bag, and I took them home and I ate them once I got here. It so like, is amazing.
0: So, like, if they opened your bag, they sell, like, sriracha sauce and chicken nuggets?
1: Yeah, that's my secret. One of the three suitcases I took home with me, one of them was just full of sriracha sauce. <laughs> like, the whole thing. It was just, like, overflowing.
0: That's right, when we were helping you pack, and I was like, why don't we just use this suitcase? And you're like, no, don't open that one.
1: Yeah. They, they weren't even in the packets. The sauce was just, like, in there. <laughs> it was just liquid.
0: The zipper really... Had a tough job, but it, it pulled through. It
1: did. It's like watertight, you know? You gotta... my, mom, my mom loved you, yeah, you know, opening that one when, <laughs> when we came back. You just take oh, a... I miss that sriracha sauce.
0: Do you just take a dip in it?
1: Yeah. I just sit in there, just swim, <laughs> you know? It's great.
0: That's what, Whenever you text I... us, like, hey, miss you guys, it would actually just be you texting from a sriracha suitcase.
1: Yeah, that's, I've been watching Gossip Girl for the last, like, two months, but I've been sitting in sriracha so as <laughs> I've been doing it.
0: That's why you refused to actually do a FaceTime. Yes. I'm like, hey, do you want to yeah, FaceTime now? And you're like, ha ha, no. I'm like, I'm like kind of drunk right now. I can't. But it's like, actually, you're just sitting in a Sriracha suitcase.
1: Yeah, that's it. I mean, I feel like I have to shout out Ryan Walsh for introducing me to Wendy's because I had never been to one before. Ever. I didn't even like I knew it existed. I'd heard of it. But he was the one that actually took me there for the first time and introduced me to the Sriracha sauce. So, you know. Shout out to Ryan Walsh, not gay, for uh, for doing that.
0: I'll give a shout out to Ryan Walsh as well for uh, opening a can of tomato sauce with me with a knife instead of a can opener.
1: That was a wild experience.
0: We should we I think every episode of this podcast should include a shout out to Ryan Walsh.
1: Oh my god, yeah, just make it a thing. I feel like he would be willing to do a podcast with you.
0: What do you think we talk about? Sports. Top five how sports Boston's in New York. Top five New Boston York. cities.
1: Yeah. Or at doppelgangers. I feel like that would be a good Ooh. a good, a good one to go.
0: Yeah, because Ryan... Was telling, I
1: was telling my friend about that the other day, you know, how sometimes I would just see the back of you, and I would be <laughs> like, oh, hey, Ryan, and then I, you would turn around and I'd be like, oh, wow, never mind.
0: Just complete disappointment.
1: Oh, no. <laughs> if anything, Ryan was the disappointing one, Dave. I was always so happy to see you. But it was like... Oh, great, it's Ryan. I was like, oh my god, it's actually Dave.
0: It was always disappointing when people would be like, oh, where's the more attractive version of you?
1: <laughs> oh no, Dave.
0: Uh, and I, I get it. You know, he's got he's got, he's got got better looks. I understand.
1: No, he doesn't, Dave. I was hot Pete. Nothing compares to you. You were hot Pete. <laughs> you were hot Pete. Exactly, you know. And then... I mean, I blame Bradley wholeheartedly. He was the one that told me that... Ryan was hot Dave. And I feel like that's just Bradley being Bradley. I don't know who who told him that, but
0: I still remember uh, what uh my like my second day of training was uh I don't remember who it was. I think it would might have been I think it was Dommy, shout out to Dommy, hi Dommy, uh if you're listening, probably not. Uh uh but she she said, Don't you think like like he looks like Ryan and I was like, Ha ha who's Ryan? I don't know, Ryan and they're like they're like oh yeah he, he does look like Ryan and then like a week later i found out that there was a Ryan and then there was also a hot Ryan and i but i was like i wonder if she meant if i looked like Ryan or hot Ryan so i asked and it, i did not look like hot Ryan <laughs> uh, it was i
1: mean like i i didn't know hot so hot Ryan he was like he was part time and he never really worked like at all so i only met him a couple of times but then so people kept mentioning that he was hot Ryan and then there was another Ryan that i hadn't met but I kept seeing the both of you, but thinking you were the same person.
0: <laughs> Shit.
1: So, you know, I'd seen you both at, like, carts, but I just thought you were the same person. And then sometimes I'd go back to the garage, and the other one of you would be there, and I would be like, <laughs> I swore I just saw them at, like, Jungle or something, and they're in a completely different costume. I'm so confused. <laughs> and then one day I met Ryan, and I was like, oh, you're not Dave. Okay.
0: And you fell in, in love. the world,
1: just like. Floated, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Chewbies.
0: He, uh, that was the one time that we worked at a wagon together and he was like, he's like, he's like, the park's going to shut down. Like they can't handle it. And there was, Oh, I felt so bad. The one time I worked with him, it was a kid came up to the wagon, but he was like, short, And I couldn't see over the podium because I was also not the tallest fella. And he, uh, (laughs) He said, like, can I have, like, whatever, like, fucking Mickey sandwich. So I went and got him the Mickey sandwich, and then Ryan Ryan came over, and as I was taking the money, he took the money back and said, this one's on Mickey, and the kid walked away, and as he walked away, I saw that they were a Make-A-Wish family, and I was like, fuck.
1: Oh, my God.
0: <laughs> now I'm the dick. I mean, it's
1: fine. Like, Ryan said that as well. There was another time where he, like, didn't realize, and he didn't GSR it. But it's hard. Like, sometimes, you know, like, there was a time where I had, like, a family of, like, 15, and they were all obviously on the Make-A-Wish trip, but I was like, I feel like I can't... I mean, I gsr would the one for the kid, but, like, I couldn't do it for everyone, because, you know, it's, like, a lot. 15 people, it's a lot. Like, that's, like, if they want 15 Mickey bars, you know? You'd give to them. It happens. Sometimes <laughs> you don't realize. Sometimes you don't realize until after they walk away, and then you feel bad.
0: There was one time at Outpost, I had a Make-A-Wish kid, and I was going to give him free things, and then the mom pulled me aside and was like, can you not give him free things? We just want it to be a normal day. And I was like, "Well, now I feel like an asshole the other way."
1: <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> that's so oh god. I would feel terrible.
0: i like, will just try I didn't really
1: think of it like
0: that. They see like this, like my lines all the way to like the Pecos wagon, and I'm like, just trying to give this kid a free Mickey bar, and and everyone's like, "What's taking so long?" And it's like this this twenty year old trying his best.
1: <laughs> I never went to outpost. I feel like outpost is something I always avoided. Somehow, in the six months I was there, I never worked there.
0: That was I never worked space.
1: I did once, and it was awful. Like the tablet went down. I was on crash pads the entire time I was there.
0: Oh, I miss crash pads.
1: I don't. Crash pads were the bane of my existence. Especially if you were like tablet three at Castle or MSS, usually Castle. And like you're yelling like cash only, and then someone comes up and like they you take their whole order, and then they add you a card, and you're like. I'm cash only. What are you doing?
0: I remember there was one time I was on crash pads and I forgot to fill one out when the guy asked for things. So I got him, I gave him his stuff, and as he was leaving, he's like, "Don't forget to fill out the crash pad." And I was like, "What do you know?"
1: <laughs> oh my god, he broke the third
0: wall. <laughs> I was like,
1: fourth wall, third.
0: Wall. <laughs> he broke the third and the fourth wall.
1: <laughs> I tried. No, um, I was always like mental mass is not always like my my strong suit. Or, I'm sorry, mental math. You don't have the ass on the end. <laughs> um, just one math. Yeah, a single math. <laughs> um, but I feel like it was always so stressful, especially when, like, the line's so long and you're trying to get through it. And, like, I'm desperately trying to figure out in my head, like, how to add it all up. Like, I know you can use a calculator, but I always felt like the Gax thought I was dumb when I did use it. But, you know, sometimes you just want to double check that you're being correct, you know? Like, what's 450 plus 5? And you're in your mind, you're like, well, I know what the answer is, but like, I'm going to use a calculator anyway just to make sure I don't mess it up. And the guest is just staring at you, like, how many brain cells do you have? Because, like, you know, it's easy.
0: There were times where, like, I, they'd be like, one Mickey bar, please. And i take out the calculator and be like, okay, one Mickey bar, $5. <laughs> and then he, by, the, by the time I do that, he's already gone. You know, that's another, there's another Mickey bar I didn't, that nobody paid for that I gave out.
1: Yup. Seems, sounds about right.
0: (laughs) Those, I miss, I don't miss Mickey bars at all. I don't like chocolate.
1: I mean, yeah, okay, so chocolate makes me really sick. So I can have it in small quantities, but like, if I have, I can't eat like a chocolate bar. And like the Mickey bar, there's so much, like it's good, but there's so much chocolate on it that it just makes me feel like nauseous. So, that's, yeah, I if I was in the park, like, as a guest, it wasn't ever something I would order. I was much more of a strawberry bar kind of person.
0: What about the strawberry cups?
1: Oh, so I had those once. That was, like, Ryan's favorite. He loved those ones. Um, so, like, usually I would just, like, share it with him. Or one time, I did have it by myself, but I didn't realize, like, how much there is in that cup. Like, you think, oh, it's not that big, but, like, once you actually start eating it, like it just goes on for ages like you're just <laughs> it's like two hours later you're still trying to finish the stupid cup
0: your core and temperature like, drops like 40 degrees
1: <laughs> literally like i i couldn't eat them i, I can have like a couple spoonfuls i like if someone else was having it i would just have like a little bit but i'm also much more of a savory person than a sweet so my go-to was always the popcorn cool. i don't think anything compares to disney world popcorn
0: what about the uh the turkey legs did you ever have a turkey leg
1: no I feel like I have watched too many people eat those to ever (laughs) actually want to be like enticed by them myself because you know you see someone like gnawing into it like someone had a caveman you know just like going at it completely and you just think I can't no
0: just absolutely sickening
1: yeah I mean also they're not turkey so
0: they're not turkey I didn't know that
1: they're made of emu
0: well that's like the turkey of the of the north.
1: I feel like emus are very much like Australian.
0: <laughs> I mean like north in the fact that they are taller, so they are northern.
1: Uh, I was gonna say Dave, you were north. I don't know what you were talking about.
0: If you think I'm north, wait till you get a load of Canada.
1: <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. You're like level with me, I'm pretty sure. I don't know.
0: Actually, that's I'm gonna I'm gonna look up world map real quick, and it better not be one of those ones where the Earth is split across America. <laughs> Did you ever see those I feel maps? Like...
1: Wait, what?
0: The the maps of the world where they split, they put America in the middle, and the the rest of the world is split around it.
1: Oh yeah, and you're just like, wow, that's the most American thing I've ever seen in my entire life.
0: Massachusetts is level with Portugal.
1: Oh, so you're a bit more south than me. You're a lot more south than me.
0: You're like you're like parallel with like northern Canada.
1: I mean, I'm Aberdeen, so. I
0: don't know Oops. what that means.
1: You look for the city that says Aberdeen.
0: Yeah, do you think the world map has Aberdeen on it?
1: I mean, does it have Edinburgh?
0: It has. It doesn't even have Scotland. It just says UK.
1: Fabulous. Okay, so you see at the top, there's like two points.
0: This is great for an audio thing, by the way.
1: <laughs> wait, wait, I'm trying to I mean I can't see the physical map either but you know I see the two you know, ma-
0: I see two points the yes map
1: is called, there's two points so yes. they're both kind of facing like northeast
0: looks kind of like a dinosaur
1: Aberdeen's, yeah it's like Aberdeen's in the second one down
0: oh so you it's are like in that little bit you're parallel with like the, the southern parts of Alaska
1: fabulous I thought I was a lot more south than that well huh. the more you know that explains why it's always so cold here but then it gets cold there too so uh, I don't know Beats you know,
0: me. we should we should definitely let's see. All right, let's should we look up like how the climate of Scotland is?
1: Cold, rainy, miserable.
0: You know, we we just just mere four months ago we saw Vision and Scarlet Witch in Scotland.
1: Uh yes, we did. I actually so I was in Edinburgh, um, last not last weekend the weekend before and uh we were walking down like um the mound uh which is leading out to the royal mile and that's where um they filmed it like we walked right past like the store that they like filmed it at and i mean i've been up and down there like a million times and like the train station that i came into so the train station i used is called waverly and that's the bit where they film in fancy war you know they have that big fight spoiler alert in the train station that's the train station that we always use so it was really cool to be able to i mean i go there all the time but when i was watching the movie i thought oh my god that's amazing like i've been there so many times and nothing ever gets filmed in scotland but yeah here we are you know one of the biggest franchises in the world and they're filming it somewhere that's like every day for a lot of people
0: and you didn't even get a chance to see chris evans in a beard
1: well, I was in Spain when they were filming it. So a lot of my friends, I don't know they didn't meet them, but they did go to like the studios that they were filming at because they were obviously filming it like in Edinburgh. Um so I know a few people that did go out to see like Chris Evans. I mean bearded Chris Evans, I would like drop at his feet if I saw him
0: in nut. real life. That's an that's an instant nut.
1: That's worth thing. You would really cream your jeans <laughs> in in your own words.
0: <laughs> oh, I can't believe you remember that. <laughs>
1: Dave, that moment is forever ingrained into my into my mind. I don't think I'll ever forget you saying that to me. We were talking about avenge war. I'm pretty sure we were actually talking about bearded Chris Evans when you said that.
0: I yes, uh, I was like, wow. When he came out, I cleaned my jeans, and then you you went home.
1: Yeah, literally, I just turned around. I was like, well, <laughs> I'm gonna go back to my apartment and I'm gonna go to bed, and I'm gonna try and forget this ever happened. <laughs>
0: I remember watching old clips when they were filming Infinity War. People were from Scotland were uploading clips of the like of what the, like the actors walking around. Little did I know that I'd end up meeting somebody from that area.
1: Yeah, the more you know. Wow. Well. Yeah, it was it was surreal. Like a couple of weeks ago, when I was walking down like that road, I was like, "Wow, they actually filmed you know like a giant blockbuster movie." That was really cool. I enjoyed it. Why do they call it blockbuster? I'm just thinking about this.
0: Uh, you know, because the lines would just go around the block, and there were so many people, it wastes so much that the block would be busted.
1: I feel like that might not be scientifically accurate.
0: Let's see. We're gonna we're doing a lot of research on this audio podcast. Where does? I
1: mean, I'm I'm curious, like because you know the store was called that. We had Wallbuster here, but like also you know they refer to movies as that. I wonder why.
0: Oh, by the way, it says that the Scottish climate is dreik. Like it's a Sc- oh. Scottish word, dreik, Dreek? Dreek. Dreek? Yeah, meaning gray and gloomy.
1: Yes, dreik.
0: It says, the word was used to describe large bombs dropped during World War II that could literally destroy an entire city block. In film, a number of terms were used to describe this because movies were hits, like the bombs.
1: What? That's why it's called Blockbuster?
0: It's definitely not what you'd expect.
1: It's about bombs? Good God. <laughs> I thought, like, you know, your explanation was more, you know, plausible. Good God, that's awful. It's well.
0: Yeah, they used to be called blockbuster bombs.
1: Damn! Wow, I never knew that.
0: That's kind of like an oxymoron because when a film does bad, they call it a bomb.
1: Yeah, that is weird. Wow. Like bombed or like tanked or something.
0: Like oh my god, it's all war
1: related. This is wild.
0: I think we need to reevaluate society.
1: Man, I miss blockbuster. (laughs) Like the store. We have we had that here. Blockbuster was a thing.
0: Do you have good memories Uh, of Blockbuster?
1: Yeah. I mean, our one didn't close until, like, 2010. It really wasn't that long ago that ours closed.
0: I remember I was Uh, so excited. I went to Blockbuster once. It was, like, right over, like, our February vacation. And my dad said, let's go to Blockbuster, and you can pick out a video game to play for the week. And I picked out the video game version of the 2005 Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. (laughs)
1: That's so random, like the Tim Burton version.
0: Yeah, I never, but I never even got to the factory, like <laughs> I got to like level two, and then returned.
1: <laughs> what? That is amazing, man. No, uh, we used to go there, so our one was only about five minutes away, like a five minute drive. Um, and there was some video, like I would go in there because it was all obviously it was videos at the time, all some DVDs, um, and like I would pick like the same ones like over and over. I remember this one that was about like the king of the fairies. I couldn't tell you much about it apart from it was about the king of the fairies. But I just remember like I picked that all the time. Or oh, the Barbie movies. I love those.
0: You love the yeah, Barbie I loved movies?
1: Barbie, the swan princess Barbie and uh the nut Barbie and the Nutcracker.
0: <laughs> the nut Barbie?
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm not calling her the nut Barbie.
0: You just you said the nut Barbie and the nutcracker.
1: <laughs> I tried like I was trying to say and then I realized I. <laughs> You know what happened? I mean. The not Barbie. The yeah.
0: Nut Barbie. Wasn't there We a... should
1: make that thing.
0: We should Yeah, we should like do you have do you have any Barbies?
1: Not anymore. I think mine are all gone. Well, actually I have two Barbies that are based off of a girl band that were a thing here in like the two thousands called Girls Aloud. I have two Barbies that are based on like two of the girls from that, but apart from that, the rest of mine I think got sold on ebay.
0: For two hundred thousand dollars.
1: Yes, obviously. We so should... I was much more of a. I was more of a Bratz doll kind of person. No, uh, you're one. I don't know if you remember brats.
0: You're one of those.
1: Yeah, I. I don't know. I really. I. I enjoyed a good Bratz. That was my favorite thing.
0: You know, you should go to Germany, and then you can say that you enjoyed a good brat.
1: Like a bratwurst sausage. Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely the same thing.
0: And then. You know what? I'm not going to say anything else.
1: (laughs) Yeah, we're just... Let's just end that there.
0: On that note, Jen, I have good news for you.
1: What is this good news?
0: You have now... You are now the person who has recorded the longest podcast episode in Goodbye Mellowbrick Road history.
1: Oh, wow. That makes me... uh, I'm somewhat proud, but at the same time, that makes me think I talk a lot, and maybe... (laughs) I have talked too much.
0: There's no such thing. I could listen to your stories for hours. However, my phone is running out of battery.
1: <laughs> that is fair. That is very fair. Yeah, it's like I haven't eaten yet today, and it's like oh twenty God. past six in the evening. So you know, it's I should probably go make 6:20 some dinner. Six twenty
0: in the evening, and Jen has not eaten yet.
1: <laughs> to be fair, like Dave woke me up calling me to do this podcast, and it was at, like four o'clock.
0: Whoa! So. Hey, hey! Whoa! Let's.
1: I'm not blaming you. I needed to get a bed away, but like. It's I'm it's, saying I woke up to do this podcast, if that gives you an indication of how my day is going.
0: You but, sound very hostile.
1: I'm not being hostile, Dave. I'm, I'm very grateful that you let me be a guest on your show.
0: I'm very grateful that you agreed to it, even with all my pestering.
1: <laughs> I know. I'm literally trash. Like, so many times Dave asked me, hey, like, you want to do it, like, today? And I'd say yes, and then remember I was working, like, super early the next day, or I'd already made plans. and And then today we were supposed to do this much earlier but i was asleep so here we are
0: but you were you i loved having you on the podcast you're welcome back anytime
1: thank you i would thank you for having me i would love to be back it's it's been a great time
0: thank you jen yeah well